Welcome, everyone, to the First Presbyterian Church podcast. We are First Presbyterian in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and we are glad that you are here listening with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, We hope that your day will be blessed, and may the peace of Christ be with you. Pray with me. Come, Holy Spirit, rain upon our dry and dusty lives. Open up our hearts and minds and souls. Blow into all the crevices of our hearts. Open us up to feel you, to hear you, to see you, and to respond to your call to us today. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. When I was in college, I studied abroad in Mexico, and in this beautiful area in the south of Mexico called Oaxaca. That was difficult enough for me. Um, Not too many people speak English in that part of Mexico or want to speak it with you. But uh, I thought, oh, my Spanish is pretty decent. I've taken Spanish all through high school, all through college up to that point. I thought I would do okay. Well, Spanish is really hard and native speakers speak really fast. That was my experience, was understanding maybe about 25% of what was happening around me at any given time. And when I would try to speak, it would just, I would clam up in fear because I was so often making really silly little mistakes. As part of that program, uh, we were encouraged to do independent study projects. And I was stretched even further beyond my limits uh, when I got the opportunity uh, to go even further south in Mexico uh, on a a trip to a conference that uh, these churches that were involved in this certain kind of ministry were having. It was an amazing opportunity, but... I was, as far as I could tell, the only um, North America, United States person there. I was the only one speak, who could speak English or the only one who would speak English. Uh, I was no longer with the other students that were part of my program or the staff. It was just me and a bunch of people who all spoke Spanish uh, as their first language or second language in some cases and did so beautifully. It was also very hot and humid. This was further south in Mexico, all the way to Guatemala, pretty much. Uh, And so I was physically uncomfortable. We had driven on a bus like all night to get there. And I thought, I don't know what's happening or what I'm doing here or how I'm going to get by. They were all very lovely people and very hospitable and kind and patient to me. But that experience really stretched my limits of 
comfort uh, and my willingness to be outside of my comfort zone. I was way out of it. You know, my comfort zone was here. We were like somewhere over here. And it was a whole thing. It was amazing in the end, but getting past my own fear was a whole thing. We were in a workshop and I think they made me, you know, we did that thing where like you break off in groups and have talk and then somebody reports back. I think somebody made me report back in Spanish what my thoughts were, what my group had talked about. And that was super terrifying, but I survived and I'm still here today. Well, we all have times in life where our comfort zone is here and we're off over here somewhere wondering, what am, I, what am I doing over here? Sometimes there are things that we choose, like starting a new job or going into a new educational program, making changes in our relationships, traveling, public speaking, praying in public, in the committee meeting at church. I know not all of us love that. But sometimes life also forces us outside of our comfort zone with things that we wouldn't choose. Maybe we had to get a new job because our old job, we were let go or downsized or whatever. Either way, whether we choose it or not, life comes to us and doesn't let us stay right where we are. We're not always comfortable. And if we are always comfortable, maybe you should step outside that comfort zone a little bit on purpose. Life is full of surprises and often those hard, scary things that push us out of our comfort zone are the times that we learn and grow the most. Have any of you had times like that in your life where all of a sudden things changed? I think uh, becoming a parent was like that for me. I thought, oh, I love kids. I've babysat most of my life. I'll be fine. And then when Lydia got here, I thought, oh my word, this is a whole thing. And it really was. So those, all those times in life we are faced with the question, what do we have to lose by stepping out, stepping forward, stepping into the new and the unknown? What do we have to lose by trusting God in those moments, going all in on whatever it is we're being called to? We heard Jackie read John 3.16 earlier, and in that one very beloved verse, we hear about how God has gone all in on us. God did not hold back, but became one of us, became human for us and for the world. And because God has gone all in for us, we are free. We are freed from sin and death we are freed to be in relationship with God and each other, and we can be all in for God. God's being all in for us 
is the foundation of our faith lives and of this series, sermon series that we're starting today. Then we heard in Luke 5 through 1 through 11 about Jesus calling Simon Peter and some of the other disciples. They had been fishing all night. I would have been tired. I don't know that if Jesus had come to me and said, let's go out to the deep water and try again, that I would have said, oh, sure, why not? You know, because you're a professional fisherman, you know what you're doing, and you've been trying and trying and trying all night. So who is this guy who thinks that something different could happen? But he has heard Jesus speaking to the people, and something about what he has heard has changed his mind and his heart. And he feels like, yeah, I can trust this guy. I don't know what he knows about fishing, but sure, why not? Let's go out to the deep water and try again. It was a risk, maybe a little risk, because what's the harm in going out again? But that risk paid off. There was this huge catch of fish, so big that the nets began to break. And then they called the other people in the other boat. They filled both boats full of fish. The boats began to sink. <laughs> That's how many fish there were. Wouldn't that be amazing? And also a little scary. You're thinking, what do I do with these nets that are breaking and these boats that are sinking? How amazing. And Simon Peter's reaction to all this makes me think about us and the ways that we sometimes feel when God calls us out of our comfort zones. Simon Peter says, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. I think he was reacting to the amazing thing that he had just seen. He knew something holy and divine had happened, that Jesus was more than just a great teacher, but something great and wonderful, someone worthy of following. But Simon Peter knows that he himself is not necessarily worthy. And so he says, put away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. How often do we feel unworthy or unequipped of God's call? We may feel on the surface just unwilling, but sometimes underneath there's those deeper insecurities. Can I really do this thing you're asking me to do? Me? You want me to do that? Surely there are better people in the world to start that ministry or to care for those people or to get involved at the church or in the community. Me? Really? But Simon, despite his misgivings and his self-doubt, he does follow Jesus. He goes all in, too. They take that leap of faith. They don't say, I need more time. I need to go do this, that, and the other thing. I need to go, maybe let's do this part-time. They commit 
to fully following Jesus. Wow. What about us? What are we here for? What is God calling us to do? Both as individuals in our lives and all the places and spaces that we encounter in our daily lives and as a collective faith community. How can we go all in for Jesus? First, why should we go all in for Jesus? Well, there's sort of the pat answer of, well, God went all in for us, so we should repay God and go all in for God. But that's not what God expects, not at all. God isn't waiting for us to do for God what God has done for us. God wants more for us than that. Like Simon Peter and the other disciples, God is inviting us. God's not guilting us. God is inviting us to go on an adventure, an adventure that we maybe would not have chosen or dreamed of for ourselves. God says, I'm writing a story for you that's more amazing than the story you would write for yourself. God is calling us to a life deeper and wider and more fulfilling than what we would choose on our own. Because that adventure, that growth, that change in life, it can only, sadly, come by taking the risk and jumping in, taking the leap of faith. If we're just here all the time, life can be good, sure. But there's so much more out in the world if we step out and step up and take the risk, like Simon Peter did and the other disciples. God also doesn't ask us to be perfect or to be sure of ourselves or to know all the steps on whatever journey we're being called to. God just says, take one step out or up or this way, whichever direction you're going, it's fine. And all of us are called to different things. So what may look risky and scary for one person may not be for others, and that's okay. We're all called to grow and change in the ways that God has called us to. You know where your comfort zone is, and you know what's pushing you out of it. So it could be getting involved in something at the church that you've not done before. Maybe joining the choir, even if you're shy. Talking to someone or offering to pray for a coworker who's going through a hard time. Or giving to the church, getting involved in the church, or getting involved in something new in the community. I'm sure you can think of your own ways that God calls you to go all in, to take the risk, to take the leap of faith. God has given us grace and love overflowing in abundance. We don't have to prove anything, and we don't have to step out of our comfort zones if we don't want to. But when we do, God meets us and 
greets us with greater life and greater love than we can ever imagine. We're invited, not coerced, invited, not guilted, but invited to be part of what God is doing in this world. We're called to go all in so that others can know the love that we have known. So I invite you this week to think about one step in your life where you can push yourself a little further. Where's God already kind of nudging you? In my experience, God likes to nudge. And maybe that's not your experience, but uh, if I think if we listen and we get still, that there are those little nudges and pushes that come to us. And they're from God. So let's listen for that. Listen for that call for Jesus saying, follow me. And let's follow. Let's take a step out of the boat. Row out to the deep water, no matter how tired or scared we are. And let's know that Jesus will meet us there. Amen.